0: Welcome to Femcasters, a podcast and community where feminine
1: wiles and ferocious female voices collide. Femcasters was born from the idea that we can change the world one broadcast at a time. We are here to unite and elevate the voices of silence breakers just like you, girl-wide. Let's kick it, Karina. Kick it.
0: Femcasters, we have Adam Sinkis in the lounge, and this is going to be a conversation that not only educates us but probably
1: entertains us as well. Adam has a history of over ten years in business and marketing, so we'll have a lot to talk about. I've got about twenty in that field, so I'm sure it will be a lively discussion. He really works on building an authentic brand through podcasting, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm excited.
0: And I have negative 10 years experience, so we all balance (laughs) each other out. That's (laughs) not true.
1: There's no such thing as negative experience. Um, Jules doesn't like to talk about the fact that she she probably knows social media more than most people who actively work in it. So she's got her own little branding cap on 90% of the time and um, gets people to say things like obsessed 15 times in a single conversation. So we'll see if we can convince you to do that, too.
2: Challenge accepted.
1: Challenge accepted. So, Adam, I'm just curious to learn a little bit more about your background and what you're presently doing with your experience. And then i really like to dig into this concept of using those podcasts to build authenticity into your brand.
2: Yeah, no. uh, So for me, my background starts in marketing business operations. I spent a lot of years in the corporate world. I escaped the corporate world because I realized that I fell in love with the process of marketing. Right. Um, and, And what I've learned over time is that people don't connect with brands just because they have stuff. They connect with brands because of the people and the messaging within those brands, and and that's something that I've really taken a passion to as I've learned digital marketing. And uh, fast forward to COVID happening, and um, I had an opportunity, unique opportunity, where I had all kinds of free time, and like a lot of people, I decided what the heck, we're going to jump into this podcasting world feet first. And um, so I started my podcast, The Winning Tactics, and um, since then I've become just hugely passionate about how you can use podcasting to really build your voice and your brand. And and it builds it in a different way than print media and websites and all that other stuff that's out there that we see in traditional marketing. And so, um, you know, fast forward 2022, we're building an entire brand around how you build your brand in, in podcasting.
0: Podcasting, smodcasting. Everyone's a podcaster, right, Adam? But you're doing it differently. And I think just knowing how you distinguish yourself with the winning tactics, because I believe everybody listening to us right now is a podcaster, a potential podcaster, dipping their toes in the podcasting pond. But I think you do it differently.
2: You know, one of the things I focus on, because I I, I spend so much time on like Clubhouse, right? And and I see all over Clubhouse this messaging, well, you got to monetize your podcast. You got to monetize your podcast. And they're talking about things like affiliate marketing and sponsorship and and things like that. And all those things are great, right? But the way I monetize my podcast is is a couple of different ways. First and foremost, it's about- We're
0: going right for the money.
2: We're We're going going right right for the money. Let's go right for the money, Adam. I dive right in. I really focus on how can I bring the audience that I'm trying to attract in my business to my show. So my show mirrors what I do in my business, which is help small and mid-sized businesses. The other thing is I've found ways to, uh, to bring guests onto my show that I'm interested in working with, right? Because it's way easier... To way, way easier to go, hey, come be on my podcast than it is, hey, will you join me for an hour-long sales call? So, you know, I think we have to get around this fallacy that that you know, podcasting it doesn't have to be this, like, I have to have affiliates and sponsors to make money. There's so many ways to make money from podcasting, and so many ways to build your brand from a podcast that goes so far beyond just traditional marketing methods you know and and really your voice your voice is more authentic than anything you will ever write
1: well i'm going to use a word that jules hates it's the f word
0: don't say it i know what you're going to say but i'll let you Mm -hmm.
1: Funnel. i mean the reality is that that's, that's essentially what you're able to do with a podcast is create a funnel that leads people to your business and ultimately you've already earned their trust because you've shared with them a deeper view into what it is that you're doing. So I love that. And I personally also just think that people when they seek to monetize too early, they almost lose credibility because it's like that's the ask or that's the focus as opposed to trying to just produce great content, which is I think something that we should all be focused on getting good quality audio, great guests, have enticing conversations, pull out the best in those people, work at getting better at the craft. And then once you're really chugging, those opportunities are just going to reveal themselves.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, one of the things that that I always tell my clients, right, is there is a million of whatever you do out there, right? You know, for me, there's 350,000 active podcasters in the world. Right. So how many be-
0: 350? 350,
2: 350, 345,000 wow. is like the, the last number that I officially saw, which is about a month ago. Right. So inherently to say I'm a podcaster is nothing unique to any of those other 345,000 other podcasters out there. Right. Um, but what makes me unique, what makes my podcast unique is what my voice is brings to that show, right? And and so in the case of the winning tactics, it's all about that authenticity and genuine business help, right? And so, um, you know, so you are wholeheartedly, 100%, the one thing that sets your brand apart from any other brand out there. There's nothing else. You can't copy somebody else exactly, right? You know, everybody comes with their own experience. And so, This is where audio and podcasting becomes so, so powerful because it is impossible for you to mimic somebody else's brand and not be authentic to yourself.
1: So what is your brand?
2: So my brand uh, is the Winning Tactics Media Group, where we are rapidly expanding this year from just being a, a podcast focused around business and driving traffic to my marketing company to now we are going to be launching podcast education services. We will be also doing podcast launch services for people if they are interested in, I want to put my unique voice out there, but I don't know how or I don't have the time to produce all of this stuff because let's be real, it takes some time to, to put all this uh, podcast stuff together. And then eventually we're going to be moving into building an entire media network around business podcasts this year as well. So, so that is, that is my podcasting brand as it stands right now and and where it's kind of going over the next six or eight months here.
1: Yeah. I think I was asking a different question though. I wasn't saying what is your company? I'm asking Karina. what is your personal brand? Like, what are oh. you, like when, when people think of you, like what is the thing they say about you after you've left the room?
2: So, you know, the biggest thing about me is that I, I am, I'm am a no BS, no fluff, no, you know, I'm going to tell you how it is. And and if I disagree <laughs> with you, I'm going to, I'm going to let you, let you know that I disagree with you. Right. And and so I, I mimic that and everything I do, because I, I just, I don't pussyfoot around with things. You know, it's, uh, it's, this is what it is. And this is how I'm going to do it or how we're going to do it or you know how I feel about that, um, because at the end of the day, um, being authentic is is being true, right? And and I think so often we spend so much time as a brand as brands trying to you know find out what's PC, what's exactly the right wording so we don't hurt anybody's feelings. And and you know what, I'm just I'm going to tell you what it is, and and we can discuss. If you don't like it, we can discuss it, and. and And find center ground.
1: I got the sense that that was true when you said you escaped corporate, the corporate world. It was that specific use of words, (laughs)
0: golden handcuffs. I was
1: like, okay, this this guy doesn't. He doesn't mince words. Mm -hmm.
0: Also, from what I know of Adam, he is he is authentic. He is a nice guy, though, too, and he is not that kind of person that is trying to take you for a quick buck and he knows what he's doing and he's time-tested. So, you know, your personal brand in terms of how you see yourself, but also how others see you. And that's how I've come to know you as a real genuine human being that is walking the walk
1: and talking the talk. I mean, and he's willing to be in a group called Femcasters with no-
0: Right, that's the scary part. He's yeah, open. Yeah, it's complete abandon. so malleable. That's good.
2: Hey, you know what, you got to go, you got to explore different spaces. Uh, And in all honesty, when you, when you seek to find new spaces, new people, new relationships, you open yourself to new opportunities that you you never know where they're going to go. So, um, you know, it's, it's all about how can we help each other grow and build and be successful together because there's plenty of room for all of us to be successful.
0: I love that because so many people are, Thinking about the bottom line, so many people are thinking about how to do it for themselves. But as Karina you made a nod too. when we when we go beyond ourselves, when we are serving others, that's where the sales are made. The sales are made on our ingenuity, our authenticity,
1: our realness and our ability to change other people's lives. I also wonder, you know, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. I've been podcasting only for roughly a year, but in that time have learned so, so much. And I have noticed that there aren't very many women on the production side of podcasts. And I wondered if you had any um, experience or thought about why that might be.
2: I think a lot of it is.
0: I think a lot of it is that, you know. Women rule the world and are doing different things, right, Adam?
2: Yeah, no. I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you froze, so we didn't hear I know, anything. <laughs> I filled it. I filled it in for you. <laughs> <laughs> women rule the world. I was just putting words into your mouth, but that's what no
2: us women no, do. But I, we
0: do appreciate, of course. No, every I viewpoint. I,
2: really, I really think there's a there there's this stigmatism around engineering, and I'd lo- I love seeing women getting involved in the STEM areas. uh, You know, as in STEM careers and it's happening more and more. And so I really think part of it comes from the stigmatism, the old school, you know, engineers typically was a a male dominated field and it's, it's starting to shift. And, and by all means, you know, I, I am all about finding talented people. Right. And and that's, that's genuinely, I I don't care what your makeup is. I don't care where you come from. Like I, I, girl, boy, you know, it doesn't matter to me, right? If you are genuinely talented in what you do, that's going to shine through. And, you know, one of the things that I really focus on is teaching brands and people how to help that story shine through in a way that's truly genuine. And and that's, I think, what what we have to, you know, put back into that conversation is how do we make ourselves shine through um, if we want to be in a space?
0: And I love that you touched upon the story and stories are everything. We are nothing without our story. Without our stories as entrepreneurs, podcasters, speakers, writers, we are just a bunch of pages or a product or a service. So our stories help us connect with the audience. And I know there's a story beneath why you're doing this. And actually, I go back to a conversation you and I had a while back. And you're leading your family. You have, I believe, a son and a daughter. And I even talked to you about your daughter being on my Obsessed podcast because I thought it was so cool. And what you're doing, you're leading your family. You're leading the women in your lives, the children in your lives to do things differently. So I, love, I would love to hear this story.
2: Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I do, I do lead, you know, lead my household. And, you know, one of the things that, that I always encourage my wife um, who started a business this last year, um, I think just over a year now, um, gosh, time flies, but uh, doing um, custom tumblers and t-shirts and and gift items. Um, and, and I've always encouraged her. Um, I'm encouraging, you know, my son who's getting into voice acting and finding his path there. Um, and now, you know, my daughter has her own set of unique challenges, which I recently talked about. And I don't talk about a whole lot, uh, at, out into the world because it's not what defines her, but you know, her, her epilepsy and her, uh, her cerebral palsy, you know, you, present a different level of challenges. And now she's, um, yeah, as she gets older, she's realizing it's okay to talk about her story and talk about her challenges. And so now she's pushing herself out there, um, and wanting to be more forward about that. And so, um, it's really cool to see, um, and sit back and watch just from encouragement and just from, you know, how can I help you guys get to where you want to go? Um, See them just taking that and and running with it, you know, full steam ahead and being incredibly successful.
0: That's amazing. And I love what you said about your daughter. Just it's not what defines her, it's her voice that is going to help her rise and live her best life. So we want her to be an official Femcaster for sure. We are going to roll out the red carpet for her because we support Femcasters of any age, any sex anything because it is about your voice and your story and i love that you are leading your family into such different directions and empowering them empowering them with their skill sets empowering them with what their true talents are because i don't think a lot of people have that sort of parentage you know you go to school you go to college you become a blah 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 you make a certain amount of money and then you die you know (laughs) so there's a lot in between so you're doing that adam and that speaks to your, you know, that genuine character that you do exhibit quite effortlessly.
2: No, I really appreciate that. You know, it, it, it's something that I think, you know, we we have to get out of this, uh, sort of speak, this this box that that I think a lot of us live in, and and realize that. Um, I, I tell my kids this all the time. I'm like, I don't care if you go to college, you just need to find some way to educate yourself beyond high school, right? And it, it, whatever that looks like, that could be trade school, that could be, you know, certificate programs, that could be, um, you, you just need to educate yourself beyond and build a set of skills that that can't be replaced, right? And, and so, you know, to me, uh, it's really about you know, what is your genuine path? What is, what is that path that you're passionate about? Because when you start walking down that path, it becomes uh, much less work and much more fun along the way. Right. And, you know, when, when I'm elbow deep into designing a web page or uh, planning my next podcast episode, Um, you know, there's just a passion there that no matter how frustrating, like, because I can't get one little widget to work, or I can't get a hold of one guest that I really want to have on my show, no matter that frustration, at the end of the day, I get done with that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I had so much fun doing that. I figured it out. I won, I succeeded. uh, And, and, you know, and then we move on, right? And and the journey itself becomes so self-fulfilling, right? And and that's what i think is 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 different about people that just take this in the box approach i'm mean, going to go to college i'm going to go get a job in corporate america i'm going to work for somebody else right it's they they're do, maybe doing something that they love but they're not they haven't defined their why they've just gone i like numbers so i'm going to be an accountant i like business so i'm going to go be an operations manager you know they haven't found that true why that true Driver of what makes them tick to go in and go every day. I love what I'm doing, and there's nothing that can stop me from being successful in it.
1: So, what you're speaking to is finding their authentic purpose. And if that aligns with what they're doing for work, then they're going to be more inspired. They'll probably oh, be yeah. more likely to start their own podcast, too.
2: <laughs> for sure. For sure. So many of my.
1: Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just thinking, you know, as we're talking about authenticity, as it relates to podcasts and finding that voice and bringing it forward, getting really comfortable with what it is, and then how it connects with the audience you're seeking to build a connection with. I just wonder if there's a couple of tips that you would like to give our community to help them find that authentic voice so that they can be more effective in whatever it is that they're doing, whether or not they have a show.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I strongly encourage people to start with your why and really practice your story. Like, I'm not saying you like, write it down, script it. So you tell your story the exact same way every time every show, right? You know, But practice your story, understand what parts of your story are important, where your story can connect with your audience, right? So, you know, is it that, you know, I I started a podcast because of, you know, XYZ or I started my business because of XYZ pain point, you know, I missed something in the market or, um, but find those points that are important to your audience and then practice. How do you layer that stuff together? in different ways so that every time you present that story, it can be a little bit different, have a little bit of a unique perspective to it keep because it fresh. That's, keep it fresh. Cause that's one thing nobody wants. I, I listened to, uh, or I, I listened to a, a guest that had reached out to me that wanted to be on my show. And I listened to like four different shows that, it, that this guest was on. And, uh, every show was almost the exact same show. Like, And so when I got, you know, when I got done listening to that, I really took a step back and I said, do I really just want to tell the same story that he told on the last four shows? And, you know, so it made me stop and think, right. You know, about is his message truly authentic? Is he really providing something of value or is he just pushing himself, you know, to, to sell his brand, right. You know, is this a sales pitch versus a genuine story? And so, um, so that's where I tell people to start, right. Learn how to make your story relatable to the people that you want to attract with it. Um, we talked about that this, uh, in clubhouse, Lucia, and I talked about that in clubhouse. Um, I had a whole room about just, you know, how do you come up with those topics? Right. And, and everything kept going back to why am I doing this? And, and so that's where I would tell people to start. And then the other thing I say is focus your topics, right? You don't have to be an expert in everything. Um, You know, so, so many people are like, well, I own a business, so I'm good at leadership. I'm good at this. I'm good at that. I'm good at that. It's help you stop and focus on like three or four things and find three or four spins on each of those things that you can pitch to different shows, different ways. Um, pitch on your show or talk about on your show in different ways so that as you get your level of expertise out there, as you're establishing that trust, expertise, and authority on your subjects, you're telling it in in a focused path that it talks about specifically what you're trying to accomplish with your brand. I see you smiling up there, Karina.
0: I love that. And I love how You were discerning enough not to want someone to come on and pitch their pitch, tell the same story they've told every single other podcast interviewer, because you're not only a steward of your podcast, you're a steward for your audience, and you're also a steward for the stories that are coming in and you're disseminating. So that's really important and
1: powerful. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the reasons I try to conduct pre-interviews with most of the guests that I bring on the show, um, whether it be for FemCasters or for my other show, Care More Be Better, because, you know, I want to hear from them what is the story they're working to tell and how might how might we tell it a little bit differently on in our conversation? Or how might we bring a different perspective to the audience, one that will be interesting for them? Because if I get somebody on the phone, and they're just repeating the same shtick that they've done on three or four different shows, for one, they're probably going to be less likely to share it with their communities, which will mean I'll get less listeners. Um, That doesn't serve the show's development, right? Or if they do share it with their communities, people are going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to this. I already listened to this story six times. He shared it six times and there's nothing unique or new about it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. People get too comfortable in telling the same stories over and over and over again. I had a guest on my show um, and, and he's he starts talking through a, a challenge about overcoming some adversity and, um, and he, he paused. I mean, like verb, just pause. He stopped, he goes, Nope, I'm going to tell the story I've never, ever, ever told on any other show before. And it's to this day, it's one of my best performing uh, best performing episodes because it's, it's totally genuine. I mean, he literally like stopped mid sentence. And, inserted the story that was it was super cool about his hockey and and uh, how he became a goalie and it, and the motivation that it took to get there so um, you know it's just it's those moments when you create those moments as a guest or as a host that make a show uh, go just one step beyond just being another podcast on the internet
0: I mean, you're speaking to the vulnerability and the vulnerability, that layer of vulnerability in your story. And I'm just going to speak for Karina, but we are super fans of Brene Brown and herself as a leader, herself as a speaker, she layers in these stories of vulnerable moments that we can all relate with. And it is so it's hard, but it's easy. Once you start doing it, just do it. You're more than just these like momentary experiences or our jobs or our brands you are a human being and when we share that humanistic element of our lives that's where the magic happens i will swear on this to the day i die it's it's the element that connects us and us as humans everything is about connection And I'm waving my hands around, and I know I'm not supposed to be waving my
1: hands around. No, but hey, you haven't had the mic once, Jules, so you're doing good.
0: Oh, good. (laughs) Karina's trying to teach me... She's like, don't move around so much when you're talking. But I just noticed I'm moving around and I'm shaking my hand. No,
1: but you're saying, I mean, honestly, you're doing a fantastic job. Um, I just received one of the best compliments that I've ever heard about my other podcast, Care More, Be Better. And this came from a friend of mine who I never thought would listen to my show because she's such an audiophile junkie, but she only listens to audiobooks pretty much. And so she just uh, told me that... What she liked about my interviews was that it it felt like I was actively listening to the person that I was interviewing and that I was responding to their questions or, or getting deeper questions to help them tell their story that meant that they heard something unique. And so... I love that. And I've just felt so honored that she finally listened to my show after about a year (laughs) and that she had that to say about it. You know, she said also that, you know, she's been listening to Rob Lowe's podcast and she stopped because he doesn't seem to be really listening to his guests. It's almost like he's just asking the same question or telling them the same things. And I was like, wow, that was such a different observation than what I expected to hear when I said, Well, what did you think of my show? And then she compared me to Roblo. I'm like, Okay, well, that was nice.
0: <laughs> Roblo, Karina Belizzi, they're one and one.
2: I, I mean, just want to go. That's amazing. I just want to give you a virtual high five because that's awesome. And, you know, I think you know, people over or underestimate, I should say, underestimate the the challenge of actually running a show and thinking about, you know, the next questions that you yeah. you want to ask and the direction you want to take the show and then still being able to accomplish that. And it's it's not as easy as I, I think some of the great podcast hosts out there make it look. You guys included in that, by the way. Oh, looks
0: so Who's sweet. your favorite podcast? What's your favorite podcast? Just curious.
2: My favorite podcast right now. Um...
0: Besides Femcasters. <laughs> Besides the one
1: he's on right this minute, right?
2: <laughs> Darn it! You took me. No, um, no pressure. No, honestly, I don't have like a favorite podcast. Like my podcasting is like I I would rather listen to a hundred different shows from different hosts. I listen to different podcasts from a different host almost every day um, because I love to, to. For me, it's about learning, right? You know, I'm learning what they're doing as a host. I'm learning. You know and, I, and I, I tend to stay in the business podcast space. Um, you know, and, and so you know, I, I can't say that I have a favorite. I, I listen to everything all the time. Um, I've been listening to oh crap, what the heck is the name of it? It's uh, it's an SEO podcast. Um, there's nothing new. more
0: exciting than an SEO podcast, uh, ladies no. and gentlemen.
2: There well when you're in the marketing world, that's my world, you know. True,
0: I do like SEO, so I was just joking, but yeah.
2: You know, but um I don't I don't really have a favorite podcast per se. There's things that I look for from a host that you know make shows stick out to me more than others. And and for me, that's you know, do are they asking the deep questions? Are they getting beyond the surface? information are they giving something that's you know tactful and actionable can I walk away from the show and do something with whatever I listen to right because um you know for me that it's about purpose I'm I'm not a big like you know I know a ton of people that are into like true crime and you know some of the storytelling podcasts and you know and, and that's not that that's just not me. Um so so when I listen to podcasts it's all about what can I take directly take away from it, you know, uh, and, and go apply. So so that's, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. And pretty much now I can pick it out in about the first five minutes of an episode. I can go, yep, I can listen to all 30 minutes of this or I'm going to be like gouging my ears out after five minutes.
1: Well, I I think that's great. I mean, the reality for me is I have my few favorites um, that are in the entertainment space more so than, in let's say a personal development space. Uh, And I feel like I'm just constantly seeking to learn from them as well. I try to listen to all of the podcasters that are part of the Femcasters Network. I mean, people come in to femcasters.mn.co, and a lot of them have brand new podcasts, or they're just getting started out. And they may not have the full breadth of skills that you tend to develop within the first year of really conducting a show. So I like to listen to them. It gives me new perspectives. Sometimes I hear things that... I didn't even think of like, for instance, Bailey Bauman, who I ended up interviewing for femcasters too. she's one of the podcasters in our group, she has about 100 shows out. So she's been doing it a while. And she shared with me that um, she has a lot of her guests in this cloth diaper space, and she asks them to pay what they can, because it's not a free effort, it costs something to produce a podcast. And most of them will give a donation. And I'm like, wow, that's just such a unique thing that I hadn't thought about doing. And it's one of the ways now that I'm working to monetize Care More, Be Better. So it's like you learn from each other, you're constantly listening to how other podcasters are conducting their business to ultimately try and just be a little bit better each day. And so I I just think that's great, whether you're listening to a ton of different podcasts to do it or just conferring with other podcasters and learning from them.
2: Yeah, you know, I I listened to, um, is it uh, Arenas? I think that's how you pronounce her name, the Single Parent Success Stories. And it's not a space that I would normally listen to a podcast in, but it came up on Filmcasters. And mm-hmm. um, I, I don't believe in leaving a review without listening to an episode at, or two at least. Um, and, and so, it, but it was really interesting um, how she approaches you know just this the storytelling aspect of a show in every episode i listen to three different episodes and again this topic wise totally doesn't relate to anything that's really important to me you know um you know but it, the story of how she was able to drive like the just the inspirational part of it through each episode is was wildly entertaining to me and it it kept me glued in for a couple of episodes yeah that's um, a really so. great
1: point and i also like to bring arena's podcast up when um there's other individuals who come to us and say something like well i have a thick accent in english and i don't know if people listen to my show and i'm like you have a unique voice and it really just adds a layer of intrigue. If you happen to have an accent, it's like, oh, well, this is something different. So I I think that really play your strengths and understand that something different about you can actually be a strength. It's part of that whole authentic message that enables you to get out into the world and build a following and build your brand.
2: Yeah, it's part of the who you are, right? You know, that, that makes up who you are.
1: That's right. Well, I just want to thank you, Adam, so much for joining us today. I've really, really enjoyed this discussion. And I just think that overall, you know, we all learned something together here today. So thank you so much for that.
2: No, thank you so much for having me on. And I know
1: Jules was itching to say something but has some background noise to contend with, because (laughs) this is part of the life of a Femcaster. Are we
0: recording right now? Because my family is nuts. They just all came in and started screaming and like... (laughs) Smiling and like yelling at them. You're Are we muting. recording? Yes, we're still recording. Okay, they're going crazy, so I'm going to, have to take a pause for one second. They're beating at my door. It's hilarious. Going, mom,
1: mom, mom, mom. This is definitely staying in the episode, just so you know. Well, we like to. I ask I love
0: my little angels. By the way, I know I you do. <laughs>
1: well, um I we like to ask all of our guests to do something a little silly as we prepare to wrap. We ask you to say "kick it." Kick it. (laughs) Kick it, Jules.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Femcasters. We hope you were inspired. We hope you were motivated. We hope you think a little bit differently about how your voice, your very own voice can change the universe. So tap on those five stars, share the love, share this episode with another Femcaster that you think could use this message today
1: and head over to femcasters.com for all the goods we cover today, including tools to elevate your voice. You can join our exclusive community and celebrate the Femcaster in you. Together we can elevate the power and the voice of women girl wide. Let's do this.